Okay, so today is March the 28th, 2020, and Darren and I are in the first book of Samuel. So we're going to read uh, 1 Samuel chapter 13 through 16. 1 Samuel 13. Saul was 30 years old when he began to reign, and he reigned 42 years over Israel. Now Saul, <coughs> excuse me, uh, chose for himself 3,000 men of Israel, of which 2,000 were with Saul in Michmash and in the hill country of Bethel, while 1,000 were with Jonathan at Gibeah <coughs> of Benjamin. But he sent away the rest of the people, each to his own tent. Jonathan smote the garrison of the Philistines that was in Geba, and the Philistines heard it. Then Saul blew the trumpet throughout the land, saying, Let the Hebrews hear. All Israel heard the news that Saul had smitten the garrison of the Philistines, and also that Israel had become idious, or odious to the Philistines. The people were then summoned to Saul at Gilgal. Now the Philistines assembled to fight with Israel, 30,000 chariots and 6,000 horsemen, and people like the sand which were on the <clears throat> like the sand which is on the seashore in abundance. And they came up and camped in Michmash, east of Bethaven. When the men of Israel uh, saw that they were in a strait, for the people were hard pressed, then the people hid themselves in caves, in thickets, in cliffs, in cellars, and in pits. Also, some of the Hebrews crossed the Jordan into the land of Gad and Gilead, but as for Saul, he was still in Gilgal, and all the people followed him, trembling. Now he waited seven days according to the appointed time set by Samuel, but Samuel did not go to Gilgal, and the people were scattered from him. So Saul said, Bring to me the burnt offering and the peace offerings, and he offered the burnt offering. As soon as he finished offering the burnt offering, behold, Samuel came, and Saul went out to meet him, to greet him. But Samuel said, What have you done? And Saul said, Because I saw that the people were scattered from me, and that you did not come within the appointed days, and that the Philistines were assembling at Michmash. Therefore I said, Now the Philistines will come down against me at Gilgal, and I have not asked the favor of the Lord. So I forced myself and offered the burnt offering. Samuel said to Saul, You have acted foolishly. You have not kept the commandment of the Lord your God, which he commanded you. For now the Lord would have established your kingdom over Israel forever. But now your kingdom shall not endure. The Lord has sought out for himself a man after his own heart, and the Lord has appointed him as ruler over his people. Because you have not kept what the Lord commanded you, then Samuel rose and went up from Gilgal to Gibeah of Benjamin. And Saul numbered the people who were present with him, about six hundred men. Now Saul and his son Jonathan and the people who were present with him were uh, staying in Geba of Benjamin, while the Philistines camped at Michmash. And the raiders came from the camp of the Philistines in three companies. One company turned toward Ophrah to the land of Shul, and the other company turned toward Beth Haran, and 
another company turned towards uh, the border which overlooks the valley of Zeboim toward the wilderness. Now no blacksmith could be found in all the land of Israel for the Philistines had otherwise uh, for the Philistines said otherwise the Hebrews will make swords or spears. So all Israel went to the Philistines each to sharpen his plowshare, his mattock, his axe, and his hoe. The charge was two-thirds of a shekel for the plowshares, the mattocks, the forks, and the axes, and to fix the hose. So it came about on the day of battle that neither sword nor spear was found in the hands of any of the people who were with Saul and Jonathan. But they were found with Saul and his son Jonathan. And the garrison of the Philistines went out to uh, the pass of Michmash. First Samuel chapter 14. Now the day came that Jonathan the son of Saul said, the young, said to the young man who was carrying his armor, Come and let us cross over to the Philistines' garrison that is on the other side. But he did not tell his father. Saul was staying in the outskirts of Gibeah under a, the pomegranate tree which is in Migron. And the people who were with him were about 600 men. And Ahijah, the son of Ahitub, Ichabod's brother, the son of Phinehas, the son of Eli, the priest of the Lord at Shiloh, was wearing an ephod. And the people did not know that Jonathan had gone. Between the passes by which Jonathan sought to cross over to the Philistines' garrison, there was a sharp crag on the one side of the sharp crag on the other side, and the name of the one was Bozes, and the name of the other was Sinah. The one crag rose on the north opposite Michmash, and the other on the south opposite Geba. Then Jonathan said to the young man who was carrying his armor, Come and let us cross over to the garrison of these uncircumcised. Perhaps the Lord will work for us, for the Lord is not restrained to save by many or by few. His armor-bearer said to him, Do all this, do all that is in your heart. Turn yourself, and here I am with you, according to your desire. Then Jonathan said, Behold, we will cross over to the men and reveal ourselves to them. If they say to us, Wait until we come to you, then we will stand in our place and not go up to them. But if they say, Come up to us, then we will go up. For the Lord has given them into our hands, and this shall be the sign to us. When both, when both of them revealed themselves to the garrison of the Philistines, the Philistines said, Behold, the Hebrews are coming out of the holes where they have hidden themselves. So the men of the garrison hailed Jonathan and his armor-bearer, and said, Come up to us, and we will tell you something. And Jonathan, Jonathan said to his armor-bearer, Come up after me, for the Lord has given them into the hands of Israel. Then Jonathan climbed up on his hands and feet, with his armor-bearer behind him. And his armor-bearer put some, put some to death after him. That first slaughter which Jonathan and his armor-bearer made was about twenty men within about half a furrow in an acre of land and there was a trembling in the camp in the, in, in, in the camp in the field 
and among all the people. Even the garrison and the raiders trembled, and the earth quaked so that it became a great trembling. Now Saul's watchman in Gibeah, the Benjamin of Benjamin, looked, and behold, the multitude melted away, and they went here and there. Saul said to the people who were with him, Number now, and see who is gone from us. And when they had numbered, behold, Jonathan and his armor-bearer were not there. Then Saul said to Ahijah, Bring the ark of God here, for the ark of God was at that time with the sons of Israel. While Saul talked to the priest, uh, talked to the priest, the commotion in the camp of the Philistines continued and increased. So Saul said to the priest, Withdraw your hand. Then Saul and all the people who were with him rallied and came to the battle, and behold, every man's sword was against his fellow, and there was uh, very great confusion. Now the Hebrews who were with the Philistines previously, who went up with them all around the camp, even they also turned to be with the, with the Israelites who were with Saul and Jonathan. Then all the men of Israel who had hidden themselves in the hill country of Ephraim heard that the Philistines had fled. Even they also pursued them closely in the battle. So the Lord delivered Israel that day, and the battle spread beyond Beth-Avon. Now the men of Israel were hard-pressed on that day, for Saul had put the people under oath, saying, Cursed be the man who eats food before evening, and until I have avenged myself on my enemies, none of the people tasted food. All the people of the land entered the forest, and there was honey on the ground. When the people entered the forest, behold, there was a flow of honey. But no man put his hand to his mouth, put his hand to his mouth, for the people feared the oath. But Jonathan had not heard when his father put the people under oath. Therefore he put out the put out the end of the staff that was in his hand and dipped it in the honeycomb and put his hand to rise and put his hand to his mouth and his eyes brightened then one of the people said your father strictly put people under oath saying cursed be the man who eats food today and the people were weary then Jonathan said my father has troubled the land see now how my eyes have brightened because I tasted a little of this honey how much more if only the people had eaten freely today of the spoil of their enemies which they found For now the slaughter among the Philistines has not been great. They struck among the Philistines that day from Michmash to Aijalon. And the people were very weary. The people rushed greedily upon the spoil and took sheep and oxen and calves and slew them on the ground. And the people ate them with the blood. Then they told Saul, saying, Behold, the people are sinning against the Lord by eating with the blood. And he said, You have acted treacherously. Roll a great stone to me today. Saul said, Disperse yourselves among the people and say to them, Each one of you bring me his ox or his sheep, and slaughter it here and eat, and do not sin against the Lord by eating with the blood. So all the people that night brought each one his ox with him and slaughtered it there. And Saul built an altar to the Lord. It was the first altar that he had built to the Lord. When Saul said, Let us go down after the Philistines by night, and take spoil among them until morning light, and let us not leave a man of them. And they said, Do whatever seems good to you. So the priest said, 
Let us draw near to God. Saul inquired of God, Shall I go down after the Philistines? Will you give them into the hand of Israel? But he did not answer him on that day. Saul said, Draw near here, all you chiefs of the people, and investigate and see how this sin has happened today. For as the Lord lives, who delivers Israel, though it is Jonathan my son, he shall surely die. But not one of the people answered him. Then he said to all Israel, You shall be on one side, and I, Jonathan my son, will be on the other side. And the people said to Saul, Do what seems good to you. Therefore Saul said to the Lord of of to the Lord, the God of Israel, give a perfect lot, and Jonathan and Jonathan and Saul Saul were taken, but the people escaped. So Saul cast lots between me and Jonathan, my son, and Jonathan was taken. Then Saul said to Jonathan, Tell me what you have done. So Jonathan told him and said, I indeed tasted a little honey with the end of the staff that was in my hand. Here I am, I must die. Saul said, May God do this to me, and more also, for you shall surely die, Jonathan. But the people said to Saul, Must Jonathan die? who has brought about this great deliverance in Israel? Far from it. As the Lord lives, not one hair of his head shall fall to the ground, for he has worked with God this day. So the people rescued Jonathan, and he did not die. Then Saul went up and pursuing, from pursuing the Philistines, and the Philistines went to their own place. Now when Saul had taken the kingdom over Israel, he fought against all his enemies on every side, against Moab, the sons of Ammon, Edom, the kings of Zobah, and the Philistines. And wherever he turned, he inflicted punishment. He acted valiantly and defeated the Amalekites and delivered Israel from the hands of those who plundered them. Now the sons of Saul were Jonathan, Ishvi, and uh, Malkishua. And the names of his two daughters were these. The name of the firstborn was Merab, and the name of the younger, Michal. Uh, the name of Saul's wife was Ahinoam, the daughter of Ahimaaz. And the name of the captain of his army, Abner, the son of Ner, Saul's uncle. Kish was the father of Saul, and Ner, the father of Abner, was the son of Abiel. Now the war against the Philistines was severe all the days of Saul, and when Saul saw any mighty man or any valiant man, he attached him to his staff. First uh, Samuel chapter 15. Then Samuel said to Saul, The Lord sent me to anoint you as king over his people, over Israel. Now therefore listen to the words of the Lord. Thus says the Lord of hosts, I will punish uh, um, Amalek for what he did to Israel, how he set himself against him on the way while he was coming up from Egypt. Now go and strike Amalek and utterly destroy all that he has and do not spare him Put to death both man and woman, child and infant, ox and sheep, camel and donkey. Then Saul summoned the people and numbered them in uh, Teliam, 200,000 foot soldiers and 10,000 men of Judah. 
Saul came to the city of Amalek and set ambush in the valley. Saul said to the Kenites, Go, depart, go down from among the Amalekites, so that I do not destroy you with them. For you showed kindness to all the sons of Israel when they came up from Egypt. So the Kenites departed from among the Amalekites. So Saul defeated the Amalekites from Havilah, as you go to Shur, which is east of Egypt. He captured Agog, the king of the Amalekites, alive, and utterly destroyed all the people with the edge of the sword. But Saul and the people spared Agag, and the best of the sheep, the oxen, the fatlings, the lambs, and all that was good, and were not willing to destroy them utterly, but everything despised and worthless they utterly destroyed. Then the word of the Lord came to Samuel, saying, I regret that I have made Saul king, for he has turned back turned uh, back from following me, and has not carried out my commandments. And Samuel was distressed and cried out to the Lord all night. Samuel rose early in the morning to meet Saul, and it was told Samuel, saying, Saul came to Carmel, and behold, he set up a monument for himself, then turned to proceed and proceeded on down to Gilgal, Samuel and Saul. Uh, Sam, Samuel came to Saul, and said to him, "Blessed are you, O Lord! I have carried out the command of the Lord." But Samuel said, "What then is the bleeding of the sheep in my ears, and the lowing of the oxen which I hear?" Saul said, "They have brought them from the Amalekites, for the people spared the best of the sheep and oxen to sacrifice to the Lord your God." but the rest we have utterly destroyed. Then Samuel said to Saul, Wait, and let me tell you what the Lord said to me last night. And he said to him, Speak. Samuel said, It is not true. Though you were little in your own eyes, you were made the head of the tribes of Israel. And the Lord anointed you king over Israel. And the Lord sent you on a mission and said, Go and utterly destroy the sinners. The Amalekites fight against them until they are exterminated. Why then did you not obey the voice of the Lord, but rushed upon the spoil and did what was evil in the sight of the Lord? Then Saul said to Samuel, I did obey the voice of the Lord and went on the mission on which the Lord sent me, and have brought back Agog, the king of Amalek, and have utterly destroyed the Amalekites. But the people took some of the spoil, sheep and oxen, the choicest of the things devoted to destruction, to sacrifice, to the Lord your God at Gigal. Samuel said, has the, Lord, <clears throat> has the Lord as much delight in burnt offerings and sacrifices as in obeying the voice of the Lord? Behold, to obey is better than sacrifice, and to heed than the fat of the rams. For rebellion is as the sin of divination, and insubordination is as iniquity to an, idol to an idolatry. Because you have rejected the word of the Lord, he has also rejected you from being king. Then Saul said to Samuel, I have sinned, I have indeed transgressed, and the command of the Lord, and your words, because I feared the people and listened to their voice. Now therefore please pardon my sin, and return uh, with me that I may worship the Lord. But Samuel said to Saul, I will not return with you, for you have rejected the word of the Lord, and the Lord has rejected you from being king over Israel. 
As Samuel turned to go, Saul seized the edge of his robe, and it tore. And it tore. So Samuel said to him, The Lord has torn the kingdom of Israel from you today, and has given it to your neighbor, who is better than you. Also the glory of Israel, Israel will will not lie in change uh, lie or change his mind for he is not a man that he should change his mind then he said i have sinned but please honor me now before the elders of my people and before israel and go back with me that i may worship the lord your god so samuel went back following saul and saul worshiped the lord then samuel said bring me agag the king of the amalekites And Agag came cheerfully. And Agag said, Surely the bitterness of death is past. But Samuel said, As your sword has made women childless, so shall your mother be childless among women. And Samuel hewed Agag to pieces before the Lord at Gilgal. Then Samuel went to Ramah. But Saul went up to his house at Gibeah of Saul. Samuel did not see Saul again until the day of his death, for Samuel grieved over Saul, and the Lord regretted that he had made Saul king over Israel. Mm-hmm. So we go through 16, right? Yes. Okay. So 1 Samuel chapter 16. Now the Lord said to Samuel, How long will you grieve over Saul, since I have rejected him from being king over Israel? Fill your horn with oil, and go. I will send you to Jesse, the Bethlehemite, for I have selected a king for myself among his sons. But Samuel said, How can I go? When Saul hears of it, he will kill me. And the Lord said, Take a heifer with you and say, I have come to sacrifice to the Lord. You shall invite Jesse to the sacrifice, and I will show you uh, what you shall do, and you shall anoint for me the one whom I designate to you. So Samuel did what the Lord said, and came to Bethlehem. And the elders of the city came trembling to meet him and said, Do you come in peace? He said, In peace, I have come to sacrifice to the Lord. Consecrate yourselves and come with me to the sacrifice. He also consecrated Jesse and his sons, and invited them to sacrifice. When they entered, he looked at Eliab and and thought, Surely the Lord's anointed is before him. But the Lord said to Samuel, Do not look at his appearance or at his height of his stature, because I have rejected him, for God sees not a man, not as a man sees. For a man looks at the outward appearance, but the Lord Lord looks at the heart. Then Jesse called Abinadab, and made him pass before Samuel. And he said, The Lord has not chosen this one either. Now Jesse made uh, Shammah pass by. And he said, The Lord has not chosen this one either. Thus Jesse made seven of his sons pass before Samuel. But Samuel said to Jesse, The Lord has not chosen these. And Samuel said to Jesse, Are these all the children? And he said, There remains yet the youngest, and behold, he is tending sheep. Then Samuel said to Jesse, Send and bring him, for he will not sit down until he comes here. Or we will not sit down, sorry. Uh, So he sent and brought him in. 
Now he was ruddy, with beautiful eyes, and a handsome appearance. And the Lord said, Arise, anoint him, for this is he. Then Samuel took the horn of oil and anointed him in the midst of his brothers, and the Spirit of the Lord came mightily upon him. David, uh, uh, on David, from that day forward, and, and Samuel arose and went to Ramah. Now the Spirit of the Lord departed from Saul, and an evil spirit from the Lord terrorized him. Saul's servants then said to him, Behold, now an evil spirit from God is terrorizing you. Let our Lord now command your servants who are before you. Let them seek a man who is a skillful skillful player on the harp, and it shall come about when the evil spirit from God is on you that he shall play the harp with his hand, and you will be well. So Saul said to his servants, Provide for me now a man who can play well and bring him to me. Then the one then one of the young men said, Behold, I have seen a son of Jesse, the Bethlehemite, who is a skillful musician, a mighty man of valor, a warrior, one prudent in speech, and a handsome man, and the Lord is with him. So Saul sent messengers to Jesse and said, Send me your son David, who is with the flock. Jesse took a donkey loaded with bread and a jug of wine and a young goat and sent them to Saul by David his son. Then David came to Saul and attended him, and Saul loved him greatly, and he became his armor-bearer. Saul sent to Jesse, saying, Let David now stand before me, for he has found favor in my sight. So it came about, whenever the evil spirit from God came to Saul, David would take the harp and play it with his hand, and Saul would be refreshed and be well, and the evil spirit would depart from him. Wow. Thank you, Darren.